lefty, lefty, he's a lefty. That's right. He only plays his left foot, left foot, his left foot. Not right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Come on, <boys>. Come on. <laughs> I love it, lads. Oh, what a treat. Anyway, welcome back to another banging episode of FT Old Podcast. Bringing the best football list content to your ear. Boys, obviously you love that little rendition of Bestie, innit? We've got a little special guest for you today. Alex, how you doing, mate? Yeah, not too bad, mate. Yourself? Yeah, not too bad. Obviously, we've got Jack and Tom. You heard them. How are you boys doing? Hello. Hello. Yeah, good. good yeah, good, fine. Good. I think I've been benched today, from the sounds of it. We're almost at a, a five-a-side team. We've got Alex on the left wing, me on the right, Jack covering defence. You in the middle. We just need someone else. I only played on the left because no one else could. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we, we, we talked about your left foot. Your, your, or your right foot or whatever it was that top right and left top bins <laughs> beautiful <laughs> stuff beautiful stuff and right. of course your total 60s yeah. indeed yeah <laughs> <laughs> mate, got old days mate we've got some um, uh, just wicked memories us, us, us lot so um, yeah well, that will be covered in the podcast probably or in future podcasts and if you listen to other podcasts we've got stories galore stories galore all right Jack, I think I've given it away by that beautiful rendition of Bestie. Tell us what we're doing yeah. today. Um, yeah, I'm sure he did give it away. Uh, we're doing the top five left-footed players of all time. So we had quite a lot of debate before we started this on what classifies as, as left-footed. Um, and it went to the adjudicator. And there's quite a lot of big names that we've ruled out from our list. So we ruled out Johan Cruyff. We ruled out Di Stefano. We ruled out George Best, Bobby Charlton, Pavel Nedved. Uh, yeah, so there's there was quite a few players that have sort of been known to be left-footed, but yeah, they're not. They're sort of both-footed, really. So that, yeah, they're not eligible. So I think this is probably one of the easier ones in terms of the ones for me that, to compile. I think finding the, the four or five was a bit tricky, but not too bad. I, I do not find it. Coming I'm, up with a five. Yeah, my, I, I find it all right. Um, I think, for me, I don't know, there's some standout players on my list. And because it's only five, it's a bit easier. But there have been some good left-footed players. Don't get me wrong. But I think, there's for me, there's a standout five. But we'll, we'll see. Because it's, we're talking before the podcast, it seems like we've got a couple of different lists. Tom, I need to know what you felt. Uh, I think there's only one right answer to be number one, to be honest. If you haven't got the yeah, same, yeah, I think yeah, I think, yeah, I think at the top yeah. of the list, it's it's probably easier, isn't it? It's, it's yeah, as you get a bit further down. That's to be it. honest, it wouldn't surprise me if Jordan's put John Terry's reflection as number one. If I'm honest, no, that, sure would, that would surprise me. I, I must say, I Alex at top, uh, top number one. Alex was the best left foot I've seen. He's the only. <laughs> to be fair, he's the only left foot I've seen. You well, both, I'm you? and you. Yeah, well, I tried to use my right. I mean, <laughs> I was better with my right, but uh, that's a compliment. Cheers. Yeah, but they're rare, they're rare players. The only other one was uh, Matt, wasn't it? I, I couldn't remember. Lemon. Yeah, I mean, Lemon. that's the thing. I mean, most of the, like, if, well, what I'm reading on anyway, is like most left footers are technically like, like says it Dan, who majority uses his left, but was that good with his right, he's considered both footed. But mm. a lot of these players that use their left turn yeah. out, you know, discuss and stuff like that. You know, they're all left-footed, so it goes to show yeah. there's something in, but whatever that is, I don't know. 
Yeah, I think I'll round it up because I think I found doing the list. I found I found quite a few things to do with left footers and how different style of play impacts the game. But we'll start off. I, I don't know if anyone's got any honourable mentions. I'm going to start off with mine quickly. Rivaldo didn't make my list. Yeah, he was on mine as well. I, I, I thought he was both footed. That's why I didn't even include him. Rivaldo. So uh, yeah, he, yeah. He, he could obviously he could play a bit of his right, but he's predominantly with his left. So um, just carrying that ball through the midfield, we've we've mentioned him plenty of times in this podcast. Uh, Arjun Robin didn't make my list. Probably only known for his left foot um, and cutting in and putting those. Yeah, I think up. if it was if it was the the top five left foots, yeah, I think different. he makes it. But the fact that it's just left footed players, if that makes sense, because he was. He was so one-footed, it's, it's ridiculous. He's probably the most one-footed player there is out there. <laughs> yeah, 100%. And then two others, I'll just quickly mention them. Ashley Cole, obviously a Chelsea legend, footballing legend, Arsenal legend, uh, Premier League legend for Chelsea, not Arsenal. Um, so, yeah, he gets a mention. And uh, Gareth Bale, um, he's got a ping of a left foot. And, you know, he's not, I don't think he's hit the heights. He's a good player. I just don't think he's hit the heights. And the stardom, I think injuries killed him. But that's my honourable mentions. I don't know if any of you boys have got any other ones. Yeah, that's a pretty good list, to be fair. Um, I, I don't have any to add yeah. on that. I mean, I've, I've, I've got Van Persie. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Robbie Van Persie. I remember, always remember that goal. Uh, that volley, was it against Charlton? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. where he went about six foot in the air. Ridiculous, isn't it? Ridiculous player. Yeah. Right, we'll start then. So, Alex, do you want to go first with your number five? See, I've gone for a curveball here. And uh, I don't know if you guys would have even like, mentioned him, but Adriano. Ooh. I mean, his career was yeah. obviously... Uh, but he had everything. You know, he was the skills, the strength, the speed. And that left foot was just... He could score goals anywhere, you know. So, yeah. I think he'd actually be probably in my top two had his career not gone where it went you're on the podcast and refer back to our old days so we used to have football names ourselves I don't think Tom had one yeah. though and it reminded me Aliano wasn't it so Jack yeah well that's it yeah Jacka Jacka Lele Jorginho Aliano was Alex beautiful stuff I was yeah I just had Kemba yes yeah. that <laughs> <laughs> we called you other names Tom you just didn't hear about it um but yeah, <laughs> I thought you had Tom Aldinho, do you know what I mean? <laughs> Tom Aldinho, he couldn't take my Aldinho, no way, no, no chance, he'll take my back. But yeah, no, Adriano, he was, yeah, solid player. We were talking about in the previous episode, the 99 pace and power, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Beast, wasn't he? He's such a beast on that game, yeah. Just a shame what he, happened to him, you know, I think. Yeah, because he's supposed to be like the next, the next coming of R9, wasn't he? And he started so well, but mm. I guess things happened off the pitch. Or whatever, so he liked the fuck life, but yeah, that's a that's a strong start there. Can you follow it, right. Tom? Uh, probably not. I'm going to go for no, number five is Ashley Cole, uh, probably one of the best left backs of the modern time. Uh, maybe not as good as Maldini, but still pretty good. Also, probably one of the best defenders that Cristiano Ronaldo came up against, as he said. So, Very for true. Ronaldo to say. He's one of the best defenders he's played against. He's a bigger compliment you could have, really. Uh, Champions League winner, Europa League winner, a sound player, and England number one for left back as well. So, yeah, he's my number five, Ashley Cole. Yeah, I love that choice. Could be higher, but yeah, uh, we don't have the Chelsea bars in this podcast at all. 
Right, I'm going to follow suit with a left-back and I'm going to go with Roberto Carlos. Like Jack alluded to with Robin, I think if we're talking about the best left-footers in the game, I think Roberto Carlos will be number one. I think he's the best in terms of using his left foot that anyone, I think, has ever played the game. Um, just power in the shots. I mean, everyone knows Roberto Carlos for that goal in France 98 where it just, I can't describe it, it just bent, it went out to the right and bent in to the bottom right of the goal, but it was just ridiculous. It looked like I was going out. Um, so, you know, the power word, the, the pure brilliance of the guy, uh, successful in both Brazil and Real Madrid, uh, great attacking fullback, and he just just to score goals from impossible angles. Uh, if you put in Roberto Carlos into YouTube, you see a combination of his, his goals. There's one of them. I don't know if you guys know this one, but he's basically on the line, the where the corner flag is, it's basically in line. Oh, yeah. yeah, and yeah. he he hits it so hard, it goes in, it goes into the goal. He just bends into the goal. Don't know if he meant it to be a cross or whatnot, but being Roberto Carlos, you don't question it. He's just a top top left back, and um, one of the best left footed players the game's ever seen. So um, yeah, he's my number five. He's yeah, also he, still he's never... doing it now as well, isn't he? Because like when you see him on like Twitter and whatnot, like you see the way he just smashes a ball. On his own feed and yeah. whatnot, it's still got so much movement whenever he does it. He's still smashing it. Still oh. smashing it. Yeah, yeah, if you've never name? seen that, if you've never seen that goal, just type into YouTube Roberto Carlos versus Tenerife because that was, geez, that's that's one of the best goals of all time. To be honest, I, I don't know how he did it. I think the goal just... against France was probably better, but yeah, yeah, that's another yeah. one. Yeah. It's just the way he can bend it around the wall, but especially with his left foot, you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> his I right would have been something special. So I don't know. I don't know whether he meant any of this stuff. I don't know. Like, did he put that ball down versus France and think, yeah, do you know what? I'm going to bend that right in? Or do you think he's, he thought, right, I'm this far out. I'm just going to hit it and hope it goes in. I don't, I don't know. I can't tell the guy because he used to score those free kicks often enough to say he meant it. But yeah. certain goals, I just think that's impossible. How did you, how did you mean that? Weird. I think it's because his castle was that literally that big, you know. So when you smash mm. something, of course you can, you know, just go with the wind. And yeah, eyes <laughs> were massive as well, weren't they? Like sixty centimeters in uh, perimeter, which is massive. <laughs> How have mm. you got the bloody measurements? Yeah, really. <laughs> I remember reading it in a match annual. Oh right. I didn't just go up to him one time with a cent with a, like a measurement tape and be like, "Excuse me." Yeah, I just. Bit of a stalker. Wrap this round your leg, please. Dirty. Nah. All right, then. Um, yeah, Jack, your number five. My number five is Histro Stoichkov. Yes. Uh, so, I think, well, Jordan, you you know, we went to the, the Barcelona stadium tour at the new yep. Camp, and that, that really opened my eyes, really, to sort of how good this guy was. Because I thought, at the time, I thought it was mainly about Romario, but they were very much... Um, a and A1, they were they were both sort of two of the best strikers in the world. And Stoichkov is a really good finisher, but he was a really really good passer of the ball as well. And I mean, he was he was a focal point of that Barcelona team. And what he did for his country, I mean, he, he dragged Bulgaria to the '94 World Cup semi-final. I, other than maybe South Korea, who got there by a bit of dodgy decisions, I can't think of like a bigger underdog story, really, at the World Cup. And it's purely down to to the one man, really. He he really carried that team. And he, yeah, he's won one Ballon d'Or and he, he finished runner-up a couple of times, World Player of the Year, and I think he won 
sort of five or six La Ligas uh, at Barcelona and, and he won the Champions League as well. And oh, he just got so much power off that left foot. And he, he could play attacking mid if he wanted to as well. He, he could drop back. He wasn't just like a penalty box striker. And I mean, like like a lot of these players, and, and we've mentioned it in previous podcasts, he, he makes Pele's uh, FIFA 100 list as well mm. for the 100 greatest living players. And I think... I think they had a vote on, um, I don't know if it was Eurosport or something like that, and it was the greatest players of the 1990s, and he won it. I mean, it's, it's, it's an internet poll, so you can't can't take that as gospel, but, the, you know, the, that, the fans obviously rate him, uh, you know, to, to vote him the best player of the 90s. So, yeah, he's, he's number five for me. Yeah, sweet choice. Um, yeah, I've got him on my list. He'll be coming up soon, so... Alex, you're number four. Well, I've gone for Robin. I mean, I've chosen this top five purely and simply from what I've seen, uh, you know, personally, like sort of live on TV or in person. I mean, with that guy, you could cut his right foot off and he'd still be professional, you know. (laughs) (laughs) You could just, you know. So I I think if you can do that, then you've got to make a top five of left foot. (laughs) That's just me personally, but... (laughs) Yeah, 100%. Yeah, so, does that mean that's a new thing now? We've just got to cut someone's foot off to see if they're good enough. We'll cut both of them. You know what I mean? If they can score with their head, you know, Andy Carroll, you got him. So, you know, that's true. Crowd, you still yeah. be able to score, wouldn't he? So, <laughs> yeah, I've had the uh, honour of having uh, Robin in my team, haven't I? So, he, he was at Chelsea with Damien Duff and that partnership. I know people bang on about Robin and Ribery, but uh, people forget Robin and Duff was. Like a formidable force when when they were playing with each other, but the interchange between them and Robin cutting in on that right hand side, I don't think the Premier League saw anything like it before because he he was just new to the Premier. Someone that could do that and cut in and score some beautiful goals, dribbling on the left foot with his weird. You know how it's a bit like Sterling. You know how he runs with his hands up. Robin yes. done that. Um, yeah, he's just a weird. He's a different type of player. Yeah, I think he could have done more. I think he should have stayed at Chelsea because he would have achieved a lot more than I think in his career and, and left a, a little later. I don't think he should have gone Madrid. Well, um, that's the thing. I mean, if you play for Chelsea, Real Madrid, and Bayern Munich, I mean, you've done well. You know, that, yeah. that's what I yeah. think. Yeah, he's a he's a top top player. I didn't have him on my list, but that's only because the top five are quite strong for my one. Um, Tom, your number four. My number four is Rivaldo. I mean, you've got to have Rivaldo on the list, in my opinion, because when you watched him play, he scored some absolute weldies. The control on his chest and a bicycle kick from the edge of the penalty box in to complete a hat-trick and to actually get a La Liga title for Barcelona, I think, was a massive goal. Always scoring massive goals as well. Um, and that left foot was a hammer. There's no other word to describe it. He could smash a ball in from pretty much anywhere inside the opponent's half. He's won two World Cups as well. So, like, he was a very successful striker. Uh, even if you could argue that he was amongst some really big teams. He also, don't know if Deportivo La Coruña, I think it was the one time they won the Liga or even got into the Champions League, was with when Rivaldo was up front, I'm sure. So, for me, Ronaldo, Rivaldo deserves to be on the list at number four. Yeah, yeah. Top half. I've talked about him before on the old um, when we did our top ten Brazilians. He was on mine, and I think, I, think I said before, he's, he's very underappreciated because he was with Ronaldinho and Ronaldo. He often did 
did play sort of second fiddle. But I mean, in terms of in terms of club football, he sort of did as much as them, really. I mean, he won the Champions League, didn't he, at Milan as well? And do you know who it was with Rivaldo? He he kind of got overshadowed when Figo came about. I found. I think Figo was a like obviously Rivaldo did quite a bit before, but I think when Figo came. Um, people started talking about Figo a lot more than Rivaldo. Yeah, That's... Figo got the he got the world transfer record, didn't he? And I suppose uh, definitely when I was, yeah, when we was all growing up, and we talk about the FIFA and getting getting our dream team and stuff. Figo was always probably the one that you'd pick over Rivaldo, say. But yeah, but I mean Rivaldo was still a top top striker. Yeah, he was. Um, so. Jack, you mentioned Mana before, Stoikov, you mentioned him already, uh, a Bulgarian international, uh, he's currently the manager of CSKA Sofia, isn't he? I think, I don't know if you mentioned that, Jack, but um, obviously he used to play for them. I can't say much more than what Jack said, just that he was a prolific goal scorer in his Barca days. Um, I think he was like one of only four other nationalities in that team as well. So the squad was mainly Spanish, uh, but he had the likes of like Pep, Guardiola, Londres, uh, Coleman or Kuman in that team and you know to come into a team being I don't know being from a different country just Bul- Bulgaria of all places as well being the predominantly Spanish squad and to perform like you've done and make a name for yourself in in probably one of the biggest teams in the world you know it speaks for itself and like Jack said his left foot was just a, a rifle just a powerful Powerful left foot, used to get loads of goals. Uh, he, he played across the top line, really. He played up front. He can drop back into cam. Uh, sometimes he even played in the wing. Uh, he's just quick, creative and intelligent. And, um, yeah, I think people can probably learn a lot from his game even today. Uh, so, yeah, he's my number four. Yeah, nowadays you wouldn't you wouldn't go straight from a league like the Bulgarian League to a top team. I mean, even, even uh, Berbatov, he took a step. He had to go via Le- Leverkusen and Tottenham. Uh, to get to Man United, and and even then, like he, he was not on anywhere near Stoichkov's level. No. Um, and I mean, the only thing I can sort of think, Haaland, but I mean, I think the Austrian mm. league is probably better than the Bul- Certainly these days, is better than Bulgarian league, and he was he was at the Norwegian league first, wasn't he? So that's that's the only guy I can sort of think of that's uh, come from a, a minor league and kind of ripped it up straight away. Uh, a Champions League side. Yeah, I, you know, I think he's um, one of very few that will do that as well. I don't think many people will go from those types of leagues to the big leagues. Be very rare. Um, right, yeah. Uh, yeah, Jack, your number four. My number four is the reason that Tom is a Schalke fan, or Schalke is his Bundesliga team. Uh, it's Raul. So is he left-footed? I, didn't, I forgot yeah. all about that. Oh, no, Tom. You haven't got him on your list. Oh, man. No. Oh, no. Yeah. Who's your fan? Blimey. Oh, yeah, I mean, this guy was not only a quality goal scorer, but a quality leader as well. Um, he, he captained Madrid for about six or seven years, captained Spain for four or five years. And his, his longevity was very, very good for a striker. I mean, he, he consistently scored sort of 20-plus goals in the league for about 15 years, which you don't really see these days. And, I mean, when you talk about records, 
he's Spain's second second top scorer ever, Real Madrid's second top scorer ever, and he's third all-time Champions League goal scorer as well. And I mean, he wasn't he wasn't particularly fast, was he? He wasn't particularly strong. Just a really really clever player. Really good movement. Really good finishing. Late runs. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, for for a striker to be captain as well, that's. That's quite rare to be to be a good captain as well, which which he was, um, and yeah, he's just a, a really classy guy. You can't hate Raúl, can you? No. no. Yeah. And I think it's weird because I think if he, I don't know, I might be t- talking off the cuff, but I think he would have been more talked about if he was playing in a different era. So he played in that Real Madrid team where they wasn't as successful as they should have been. Well, so, in the league, he he still won a few Champions Leagues, but especially think, um, in Spain, though. Imagine he was in that Spain World Cup team. This is what I mean. He, re- he retired just before they got all the all the dominance there. Yeah, I think it's just the, he just missed out on being probably talked about a lot more than what he should should be. Yeah, um, but yeah, great shout, Alex. Your yeah, number three. I've gone for a guy that you might be uh, familiar with. His name's Raul Gonzalez. (laughs) 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 Played for Real Madrid. Um, Basically, everything that Jack said um, sort of summed up very well. Um, I mean, up until Messi and Ronaldo, he was the top uh, goal scorer in the Champions League. And so, I mean, that's got to count for something, let alone anything else that he's achieved. So, yeah, he he goes into my sort of five. Yeah, he's a a top, top player. Mr. Raul. Right, Tom, you're number three. My number three is Ryan Giggs. Um, what a great winger he was for United. He was silky smooth, always beating people. It was like the classic winger as well. Left-footed, sticking to the left and just putting crosses in as well. Just being able to get in and score goals. He had such a long career in the Premier League. I think he's got one of the top appearances in the Premier League as well. Playing just before he was 40. And for like a wide player to be able to do that takes phenomenal levels of fitness. Mm. He won a lot at United as well, like just vast amounts of trophies for a player. So I think just for this long career, the fact he was still able to score goals and was still able to play at the highest level for so long, it's got to be Ryan Giggs up there in the list. That's why he's my yeah. number three. Good shout, Giggsy. Got to have a Welsh wizard on there. Uh, my number three is Jack's idol. Um, I'm assuming Jack's got him on the list. It's Puskas uh, from Real Madrid, the Hungarian international. I won't go on about him because Jack will go in, I'm assuming. Um, he's just been picked, though, by Ben Zimmer as the all-time top goalscorer for Real Madrid, I believe, the other day. Um, yeah. this, this guy is called, is known as the Galloping Major. And that's what Jack's known in the streets anyway. Um, but yeah, Puskas, he, obviously he's a short, stocky player. Borderline overweight, really. Um, not your streamlined Omri Drogba types that you have nowadays. But he was a talent beyond belief. He goals wherever, wherever he goes, he'd just be able to score. He carried basically Hungary and Real Madrid um, to many titles. Um, this guy was just pure talent. And again, someone who, if you don't know about him, should really look up and read up about because he was just a top player. 84 
goals in 85 games internationally, I believe. Um, so, yeah, Puskas at number three. Jack? Yeah, I've got Puskas at number three as well. So, I mean, yeah, amazing goal scorer, as you mentioned. 84 and 85 for Hungary. And he's pretty much one for one um, at Real Madrid and uh, Homved as well. And he's still got the record to this day, joined with Di Stefano as top um, Champions League, well, European Cup goal scoring finals. So he got seven goals in European Cup finals. And yeah, you said it, he's, he's not, he wasn't the, uh, the fittest or he's a bit stocky, but he did have really quick feet. Um, he had a very quick brain as well. And he was sort of like a manager on the pitch. He, he captained that Hungary team and uh, yeah, they were just two steps ahead of everyone else. And um, yeah, his, his brain just, just worked differently and, he, well, he's widely credited with inventing the drug back. And, I mean, if you watch, if you type into YouTube, Puskas drug back, you'll see his goal against England. And, yeah, it was, it was just class. And in, in those days, that would, would have been a revolutionary skill. But, he, I mean, even now, it's, it's not the easiest to pull off. Um, yeah, he was, <laughs> he was the best player for me on probably the best or definitely one of the best club sides ever. And, I mean, we put that Hungary side, what, I think fifth or sixth mm-hmm. on our pod on the greatest international sides. And, yeah, to be the best player in, in two teams like that is, yeah, just shows what a good player he is. And he was a more than a goal scorer. I mean, a lot of that Hungary team was because they, they all sort of took up different positions because they were really the first sort of total football team before for Holland um, and he was he was kind of every bit as influential as Cruyff I'm, I'm actually glad Cruyff was ruled out of this list because it would have been tough choosing between them I think um, but yeah just just a really good player and I think most people do know of him because uh, FIFA have named them Ward after him haven't they for the for the goal of the year but if, if you don't know him um, yeah there's, there is enough clips on YouTube and yeah there's there's a lot of Books uh, sort of articles and books about him as well. So yeah, definitely worth a read. Yeah, it's weird. He's he's a phenomenal talent. It's just weird that hung, no other Hungarian players following his footsteps. You'd expect someone to come out of Hungary just to be as good, or that nation to be equally up there yeah, yeah. with so Spain, you know, Italy, whatever. Because um, he did set a precedent for for this type of football. Yeah, I mean they did have a good. They had a few good players, but they all played in in the same team, didn't they, really? And then they all, once that all stopped, they, I think they haven't been to a World Cup at all for like 40-odd years. Yeah, weird. So weird. it'd be good to see them back. But yeah. I don't know if it's going to come anytime soon. Go and live in Hungary for five years and then you might be able to play for them. Um, <laughs> Alex, your yep. number, I think we're number two now, are we? Yeah, number yep. two. Yeah, well, my number two is a bit different. It's actually a goalkeeper, Iker cool. Casillas. Legend. Purely and simply, I mean, if, if you can play for Real Madrid at the age of 16 and be the number one to the age of, or was it, 30? <laughs> I mean, it just shows, I mean, he's won the World Cup. He won countless La Ligas, uh, the Euros. So, you know, he, he's got to be put in, I think, personally, as a goalkeeper. So, that's yeah. why my number two. Yeah, he was a top keeper. 
he, he's born the same day as me as well. But obviously not the same time. I know as I was in, but I mean, uh, yeah. Does that mean you're going in goal for our five-a-side team then? You see me in goal, Tom. Not bad. Um, Oh, yeah, you're not bad. That means you're going in goal, though, for the five-a-side team, though, yeah? Answer the question. I can either do that or be Puskas, be the fat one up front and score goals. Um, We've got a new goalkeeper, it's official. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, no, Cassius was uh, It's between him and Buffon, and I'm going to throw in Czech there. Yeah, well, Czech was left-footed, wasn't he? Um, yeah. So it was between him and Casillas, and I just nah. I mean, if you can leave Chelsea and go to Arsenal, then you know it's got to be lower in it. Yeah, something <laughs> wrong with you. you go to Arsenal, that's for sure. There's some something got, but it's right to come back now. But yeah, great shout, Casillas. Different one with a keeper. Um, well, I'm picking it from what I've seen, and obviously longevity. If we're talking about that, you've got yeah. to have him. It's a great shout, great shout, Tom. You're number two. Uh, remember earlier when I said I forgot all about Raul? I lied. He's my number two. Um, <laughs> You're going to forget about someone else then, that's for sure. <laughs> I, think they've done it. I think they've taken a different tact on this from us. But Sorry, right. go on, Tom. Yeah, we've gone for more the classic household names rather than pulling out random vowels and consonants uh, together. I think, I think yeah, the guy yeah, I'm thinking of is a household name. But, uh, You'll be surprised. Yeah, I've probably forgotten all about it. However, this is my number two, Raul. I mean, to be a captain of the Galactico period, you've got to be a player and you've got to have a big personality when you've got to captain the likes of Zidane, Figo, Beckham even, who's a captain himself, Guti, Roberto Carlos, Salgado, Hierro, Casillas as well, who was also like a future captain. To be able to captain all of them players like the way he did. I mean, you've got to have a big personality as well as being a good player, and that he was. Did, did, very good player. He rivals, Atletico. So. <laughs> he did. Yeah, he supported him, didn't he? Yeah, but to be able to come through at your rival and still put in that level of performance takes a strong mentality. And I think that's <laughs> a side to Raul, which is sometimes forgotten about, which is why he's yeah, on my number two. Well, again, I don't think he had a choice. He's from Madrid anyway. Do you know what I mean? He can't exactly escape it. <laughs> Say that again, sorry? I, I don't think you can really escape it. You know, he's, he's coming from... <laughs> he lives in Madrid, so you leave Atletico and go to Madrid. You know? <laughs> yeah, to be, have that mentality, you do. Like, it's be like asking Jordan to leave Chelsea and then go play really well at Arsenal. I don't think he's got the mentality for it. I think he would. I mean, Arsenal <laughs> shit, so... <laughs> that's true all I've got to do is kick a ball and say I'm going to plant 3,000 trees and I'll be a god in Arsenal um, yeah well can't hack it at Chelsea then to be able to do that no, Jordan yes. who's this who's this mystery player of yours that we've not heard of at number two mate I don't know where you got that from not a mystery player at all um, my number two is Diego Maradona I've heard Who? of him yeah yeah <laughs> oh I see <laughs> oh that's <crazy. laughs> yeah well, is this, is, is, this the, is this all the vowels that we're to- talking about? Yeah, is he not both footed? Very left. Well, again, yeah, he, I mean, with that good, he probably could do he something probably, right as well. So. Yeah, he probably could, really? but this guy was dummy left footed. Yeah. I, can't, I can't talk any much hardly about Maradona, and it was between him and my number one, who gets number one. Um, but yeah, Maradona, Argentinian. Great. He's better with his hand, though. I want to say that. 
better with his hand and better sniffing was the white. Was that his left hand or his right hand? Oh, I think it was his left hand. Left, no, left it was hand. his left hand, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's that left-handed, you know. Probably his left, <laughs> probably his left nostril as well. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he's just he's just a wizard on the ball. Uh, he could like, literally you give him the ball. If you, if his keeper gave him the ball in his own six-yard box, he would probably be able to run it through your whole team. That's how good he was. He carried teams. He carried the Argentinian team. He carried the Napoli team to titles, etc. Character on and off the field. I mean, if you don't know about Maradona, then I don't know. You don't like football. It's just simple as that. He's just a top player. Just he can do anything with the ball. Um, manage, manager-wise, career-wise, manager-wise, he's terrible. Career-wise, was fantastic. <laughs> I don't uh, think he was, like he was basically all there. <laughs> no, now. <laughs> Nowadays he's off off his rocker. He's off. He's off. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. I don't want to get any uh, bad press. In, for this Did you not see him at the World Cup? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was his best. Fight. Yeah, I think I think that's all the proof you need to be there. Yeah, one thing that do take Maradona to Russia, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> he's a mad dog. He's he's crazy, but I, I love him. I think he's a bother the handball, and obviously I want around for that. So you know, you you grow up. As an England fan, told to not like Argentina, not like um, Germany, but as a player himself, I think Maradona was a, a top, top talent, and um, only one other player has followed in his footsteps in my eyes. And yeah, I'll, I'll go on to him. Jack, <laughs> did you hear about? Sorry, before Jack goes, and did you hear about the story where uh, Maradona had to take a drugs test, and in order to pass it, he had a fake willy. Yeah, <laughs> With, yeah, uh, and he got someone else's. It. Yeah, he got someone else's pee, and he had to, he, he sort of used it to try and fill up the cup. Some fake Willy. Did it work? Did it no, because we heard about it. There's a story about it, so no, it clearly didn't. <laughs> well, it might have, think... might have occurred, and then yeah, came out later, so... yeah, exactly. But Tom doesn't think that. He thinks everything is verbs. Um, Jack. Yeah, I've got I've got the same number two, Maradona. I mean. A lot, there's a lot of debate about him and Pele and stuff like that. And yeah, Maradona was an expert in sort of taking fairly small average teams and just making them class. Um, he broke the transfer record twice as well, which very few people have done. And he was just such a superstar. He was just so box office. It just probably the best dribbler of all time. I mean, we've all seen that goal versus England not the handball but the other one and to do that on that stage geez that that takes some skill and he he um he got to the World Cup final the the next tournament as well and although off his not sort of his yeah although <laughs> his lifestyle caught up with him and stuff he he still managed you know quite a long career and at his peak yeah he was so so good um yeah, there's there's not really much more to say. What I would say, I need to watch that documentary on on Maradona. I've not seen that yet, but I've heard it's yeah, I watched really, it. Really good. It's um uh, yeah, it's all in Italian. Um, you all right then? Oh well, yeah, half half all right. It, it was a struggle, very much. Sorry, but I mean, uh, yeah, we um watched it, and it's hard to follow. But it's more about his lifestyle as opposed to yeah. his playing career. But yeah, he he was That's just as interesting, though, isn't it? Yeah, he was involved in mafia. Mafia involved, obviously, drugs. Everyone knows about that. Uh, yeah, you, you got to watch it. It's a, it's a good, good old documentary, right? And didn't on. the people of Naples support him over Italy in the World Cup? I don't well, know. 
maybe yeah, he's a god over there. Like you go into Napoli, like the 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 main, you know, where the working class live. There's there's literally like graffiti of Maradona everywhere. He's literally a god in that place, and rightly so. He's bloody, he's unreal. He's a top player. Um, it's strange right. though. If you see in uh, Argentina though, just sorry, very quickly. Yeah. Um, like Raquel me at Boca Juniors. Uh, there was a massive uh, spat between him and Maradona, where half the actual support actually prefer Raquel me to Maradona. It's it's, it's quite a generational thing. It was, it was on Sky Sports. Um, I'm surprised you guys didn't see it. Yeah, yeah. There's a whole thing where um, it's something about the president, where one player supports one president and the um, Maradona supports the other one. Um, and yeah, there's a massive like rift between them. And yeah, half half the sport generally in Argentina are or, or Boca Junior fans are generally Raquel May yeah. or Maradona, which is strange, you know. Cause... Well, t- to be fair, he did Raquel May was like a proper legend at Boca, wasn't he? And I think Maradona was only there for. Well, what they're saying is that couldn't have been that long. Do you know what I mean? So it's, it's more about loyalty, I guess. Yeah, right. yeah. After his Villarreal time, he came back, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, I think it's all politics, and when he gets to those types of leagues, it's all politics. It gets it gets weird. Oh, it's a minute, yeah. It's a, <laughs> it's a yeah. mad place, mate. <laughs> it is. Right, we'll move on to our number one. So, Alex, you fire off with your number one. Well, I think we've all got the same number one. Um, yeah. I'll just say that. Um, I, I, personally, I don't think you could put Maradona and Messi in the same list. You know what I mean? Different generations done technically the same thing, but Messi, in my view, is just the best ever. They're, they're even scored one. the same goal, didn't they? Like, because uh, Maradona's yeah. goal against England was pretty much mirrored by Messi's goal against was it Granada? Where yeah, he also the scored same with his hand run. as well, didn't he? No? Do you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> but it, it's so he also did the same it. running through. He done the same, exactly the same dribble through. If you put the one against Granada up against the one Maradona's against Argentina. The run through the defenders one is pretty much a mirror image. And that's what I'm saying. It's a shame that Argentina have been that bad because Messi, without a shadow of doubt, is the best player to never win a World Cup. <laughs> you know, yeah. and it, if you put Maradona in this current Argentine team, I don't think they would have done it. If you put Messi back in that Argentine team, at least they had some sort of bottle. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know about yeah, that. That's, uh, that's probably it's a, hypothetical, a, isn't it? It's... Yeah, but. I don't know. For me personally, from what I've seen, he, just the guy could do anything. He could beat anyone. You know, he could beat any team, any defender. Don't matter who it is. <laughs> you put anyone in his way, he will you know, find a way through. And it's, it's amazing when you see it. Um, saw a documentary where basically for the first like fifteen minutes of the game, he doesn't do anything. He watches, mm. watches to see how people move, where they're moving to. So when he does actually go into the game, he knows exactly the whole field. And I, I think that is yeah. The, He's the best ever, man. That's me personally. No, I'm a great. I mean, Tom, I'm, I'm assuming you got Messi, right? Uh, no, I've got Van Persie. No, I'm joking. Of course it's Messi. <laughs> of course it's Messi. Of course I it's Messi. I thought Palace legend, you know what I mean? <laughs> I left the Palace legend. Can you tell me a little bit? Van Arnholt or someone. I don't know. Yeah, Van Arnholt. Hounds of the goal against C. No, don't you take Hennessy's name out of that. Um... <laughs> waste of space uh no nah, definitely messy just like i've said it before when we've done other podcasts and um messi's come first it's messy what 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 more can you really say about it if you don't know about messi there's a problem yeah that's, <laughs> yeah. that's it i mean yeah uh, jack, jack i'm jack i'm assuming, assuming you got messi as well yeah 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 uh, look 
Messi, like Alex said, he, he, I, I personally think I, I'm, the team Messi and Ronaldo are Messi all, all day long. I think Messi, right, he hasn't done it in all the leagues. People use that debate. But I personally think Messi could do anything with the ball. Messi can dribble through anyone. He can create, which I don't think Ronaldo does as much as Messi. I don't know. I don't know the stats, but... No, that that's fair. I think Messi, you could argue, is the best passer in the game. Yeah. Like, cer- certainly final ball. Um, yeah. Maybe not so much ball retention and stuff, but... Yeah, I, I yeah. think he's very underrated in that aspect, you know, the way in which he sets up stuff as well, you know, and the way in which he... he especially when you had MSN up front, the way in which he just controlled it, man, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. You, you run out of things to say apart it's from... It's also the fact that... Up, but, you know? He's, yeah, so the fact he's probably the one of the best passers, he's one of the best dribblers, and he's one of the best finishers, and one of the best free kick takers. Yeah, he's, like he's also played against things. English teams like Arsenal, you know, and absolutely destroyed him. He's played against everything with English teams, especially Man United in the Champions League final. Absolutely destroyed him. So you look at like the Premier League as well, you've got like of Hazard, you know, small players like Joe Cole, even, you know, small players that have that much ability that you could argue that they're not that strength, that they're not that strong. However, you're not going to get near them. <laughs> to get yeah, to yeah. the ball, so that's the thing, and I think Messi, like, I just want to put it out there that he didn't do much, didn't do well against Chelsea. Just, just, just say, but I mean, that's recently, isn't he? Yeah, because we had and goal. He went off the uh, round, so yeah, we'll leave that one out there. But um, I think <laughs> that he's better than. He, I mean, like Tom said, he he, he does everything: like free kicks, passing, uh, dribbling, best of everything. The dinks that he does. I mean, in, t- in terms of his shooting, it's not just limited to he can score. It's the way he scores. So he, he, he dinks all the time. The it's Jordan Ayew-esque. Yeah, it's exactly. It's almost like instinctive. You know what I mean? He gets the ball, he like, cuts inside and bang, it's gone. Yeah, it's done. It's Especially the goal against Liverpool. I, I thought, you know, the free kick last season. Because there's a lot of pressure on him. Do you know what I mean? And a lot of people say he can't handle it, he can't do that. But the very fact is, man, that was just stuff. That was superb, you know. He's a great one player. Of, probably one of the best free kicks I've seen, you know. I mean, it probably would be in my top five if you want me to be honest. Yeah, I think that goal last was it last season or maybe it was in this season, uh, where he he dinked it from outside of the box or lobbed it, the keeper from outside the box. But the angle that he had to lob this keeper just to get it under the crossbar, I think the keeper must have only been like a metre off his line and he still managed to dink it on, over the top of him and into the net. And to have that ability to do that, you know, he can do anything. Power shots, whatever. He's got it in the locker. Um, and I think he just, he's just as the greatest of all time, in my opinion. I, I've, I've no doubt in years to come, I don't think anyone's going to beat this guy for many, many years. Um, yeah, well, I, I, yeah, I think he's a freak of nature. I don't think you can beat him. You know what I mean? You look at the past, you had Maradona and people say, you're never going to get another Maradona. You had Pele, no, you never get another Pele. There will be someone else, but they, they'll never be messy. So it'll be, it'll be years to come. Well, that being said, there was a player, there was a, a kid, I think he was 15 uh, the other day. Uh, he played. He, he was Mexican 15. kid, wasn't he? Yeah, and he, he was touted as the next Messi. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Lainez, Lanis, Lanis. Something like that, yeah. So, yeah, he, he plays for Real Betis now. Like yeah, so we'll see what happens. We'll see, see what comes of him. But just a quick stat on Messi. 81.5% of his goals were scored with his left foot. So, you know, even this list, I'm pretty sure he's probably... That's good research. Yeah. Oh. So, uh, 
<laughs> had to be done. You had to do a yeah. show. We've given you the facts and figures here. Jack, do you got any more to say on him? Um, just in, if we're talking like great messy goals, for me, I think his best goal was against Bill Bow, actually. Um, it, I don't know if you remember it, but it was sort of the one way sort of he was on the right touchline and he kind of dribbled, sort of went back out, dribbled again. It was just a really good dribble and goal. Um, players, I remember it and he cut inside. Yeah. And, yeah. That was a great goal. Great goal. This is the thing. He's such a classy player. He's just, yeah, we can go on for days talking about him. But, um, all right, so I think, I think, do we all agree our number one and two is going to be Messi and Maradona? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, gonna... yeah. Tom? Go on, but we've got to have Raul in there because three people have said it, so I think Raul should be number three. Oh, I think Puskas is above Raul for me. I can, I can give you an argument as to why. I, I think Puskas as well. Go on. Argument. Um, why Jack? His, his goal-scoring record was miles better. Yeah. He, he did more He did more internationally. He scored more goals in European Cup finals. Um, Raul was, you know, a good passer and stuff, but Puskas, I think... Go the, on, Puskas The fact that he could play different... Yeah, but Raul, I mean, Raul's well up there. I think it depends who you ask. With, I, I don't know, Real Madrid fans would probably prefer... Well, I, I, guess I think they prefer Di Stefano, actually. Puskas he got to the World Cup final. Did they not win? Yeah. No, they didn't oh. win it. Oh, right, Greatest right. team to never, but yeah. I mean, are you happy with that? And Raul four? Uh, yeah, go on, I feel that. Um, I'm going to go Stoichkov five, but I don't know about you lot. Uh, I had him at five, but who else did you guys add? So you had, I think Rivaldo was a shout, wasn't he? Robin. Adriano. That's Adriano. Giggs as well. Good. Giggs, Cassias, they were all on there. Tough one, Matt. I think it's gone between Rivaldo and Stoikov. Yeah, both well, Barcelona. If, if you're going on, yeah, it has to be like Stoikov then, if we're going on Yeah, but Stoikov then. Beautiful, I think so. I think that's a good list. So number five is Stoikov. Number four, did we say, was Raul. Number three, yeah. Puskas. Number two, Diego Maradona. And number one, Lionel Messi. Yeah? yeah. Oh, sure. That's my exact list. That's That's probably the first time... Probably because it's a five, isn't it? It's easier to. We could have wait, We could have saved about what thirty minutes. Just had you come on, be like, "This is the list, and that's it." <laughs> wouldn't wouldn't have been as good an episode, would it? The, the viewers don't come back. <laughs> I don't know. They uh, might love you. So, you might be the crowd favourite, Jack. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I think that's a great list. And like I was going to allude to earlier on, I think with all these players, I think it's the unorthodox style, the unorthodox kind of being a player of a left foot. Throws people off, throws defenders off, throws people off when they're shooting, even. Um, and I think that's why, you know, you can put so many people. Like, we, we was talking before this podcast, like, who counts as a left footer, right? And we had names like Zidane, uh, George Best, etc., uh, Cruyff, even. And, even Nevin. <laughs> yeah, even Nevin. And these players all use their left foot, both footed, really. Uh, and having that left foot in the locker, opens up a whole new world, a whole new like element to your game, really. And I think it's just so unorthodox that when you see it in action, automatically makes you a, a better player. I don't know yeah. how to describe it. I, uh, I honestly think, Jordan, if you had 
if your left foot was as good as your right foot, you definitely would have been scouted for mm. uh, a football league side. I mean, I know you got got them Barnet trials, didn't you? And then you got injured, but I think, yeah, I think if you had the left foot as good as the right, that would have made a massive uh, impact. Yeah, unfortunately, I did not. Um, yeah, everyone knows I've got a shit left foot. I've got a terrible left foot. Um, just but, for standing. Yeah, exactly. Just for standing on barely that, Tom. Um, but yeah, I think it's the the unusual style being able to cut in, like we said, Robin, cutting in from the right hand side, and you know, making defenders not push you out because as a defender, from from a, a like if you're marking a winger. You want to push him out as far as possible, Tom. You'll, you'll agree, won't you? You want to push him out towards the byline, basically, away from the goal. Um, mm. and, Depends on the foot. Yeah, and if you've got a left footer, the only option is to come in from a right-hand side. And it's really off-putting because you've then got to angle your body to a point where only your right foot can really tackle. And you're more than likely going to give away a penalty or miss that ball by a couple of centimetres, and they're off. Um, so... Left footers, so many of them that are just great. And we could probably list quite a few more if we could have gone on for, for 10. And mm. more than likely, they're going to be a top player. Um, so, yeah, I just think it's such an unorthodox style. And I don't know, I want to see more left footers in the game. There's, there's too many too many right footers out there. Um, but, yeah, brilliant list, boys. Um, Jack, you've got this week's shout-out, haven't you? Yeah, so this week's shout-out is another football podcast. Um, they're a bit similar to us although they, they don't sort of do so many lists but they do quite a lot of Premier League content uh, they're called Top Bins Pod so you can find them on Apple Podcasts if you type in Top Bins Pod or on Twitter uh, if you type at Top Bins Talk um, yeah so so uh, give them a view as well on their page beautiful yeah definitely check that out um yeah, nice. Alex, mate, thank you very much for joining us. Yeah, welcome, nice. Cheers, welcome anytime. Remember to comment, subscribe, but as always, keep it F2 lol. See you next week for another For the Love of List segment. Remember to follow our Twitter at FT Lol Podcast and to like, comment and subscribe.